Welcome to the Out Blue Showcase, episode number 112. Tonight, we're going to be listening to uh, another John Paul thing, and this one is cool because uh, I was able to transfer a VHH test from 30 years ago. That's a test I didn't take. <laughs> a VHS tape from 30 years ago and uh, sounds really good and I'm amazed but it's a live show we did at the Grand Emporium it was recorded right off the board uh, Roger Neighbor was uh, the uh, guy who owned the uh, Grand Emporium and that was like the premier uh, club in Kansas City uh, for blues, that and night moves, both were huge, big bars, and they were awesome. They had great acts, and man, I was blessed to live in Kansas City when those two places were open, uh, and played both of them a lot. Man, I tell you what, you don't know what what it's like, you know, playing music until you play on a big stage where you have plenty of room and you can hear yourself. And you've got expert sound guys. Lights and I tell you what, it's it's an amazing experience. So, and, and especially, it doesn't matter if you're you know, twenty-something uh, kid like I was, or you know, an old man like I am now in my fifties. Uh, when you get to play those big stages, it's still the same thrill. Uh, you know, we had that experience at the backstage boogie band, and, uh, you know, recently a few times and. Uh, Tell you what, and with uh, the Bad Boys a few years back, we played up in uh, uh, up in Ames. Uh, did a really big show up there too. And uh, I tell you what, it's just amazing when you play a big stage. But anyway, I digress. Tonight, <laughs> tonight again is John Paul and the Hellhounds. Uh, this is uh, again. I'm not really sure exact dates between '88 and '90 uh, because I, I know it wasn't the last time I played the Grand Emporium with John. And just by going with what I'm hearing, I I went out and I spent 20 bucks on a, a VHS uh, player in a uh, antique store. And <laughs> instead of hooking the whole thing up, because uh, I knew what I wanted, and I knew what the tape was, and I, I so <laughs> I just hooked up the sound. And, and like I said, mm, crystal clear, awesome, best twenty dollars I've spent. Uh, but anyway, I'm not really sure uh, on the date. Uh, just by memory, uh, I'm thinking, I don't think it's 88 cause that would be the, when me and John and the Hellhounds first started playing, I think, yeah, it had to be 88, maybe 89. Uh, so again, maybe it could be 90. I don't know. Anyway, it was almost 30 years ago. It was a long time ago, children. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, it's, uh, the original Hellhounds. It's, uh, we were, we're opening up for um uh for uh 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 junior wells and uh and uh junior man awesome dude uh when we finish the show i'll tell you a story about junior wells uh but anyway uh i think we opened for him twice or once i'm not really sure um this is definitely one of the times we opened for him and uh, and the grand Emporium recorded it was awesome uh the original hellhounds of course john paul the leader of the band, and uh, Joe Whitfield on bass, Tony Anderson on guitar, John Hobbs on the drums, 
and uh, just awesome, great band, wonderful guys. They're like brothers to me, uh, and uh, I, I really wish uh, my uh, employment had been a lot more stable because I would love to stay down there and played with them guys for 30 years, but uh, that wasn't meant to be. Uh, I had to come back to Iowa because the economy was pretty bad back then. Uh, that was right in the middle of the recession there at the end of the 80s and beginning of the 90s. So uh, after struggling for a year, I came back to Iowa. Um, anyway, uh, tell you what, we will talk more about this, but we have our new segment that we need to get to right now, and that's letters. Letters. We get letters. Letters. We get stacks okay. and stacks of letters. Letters. Ah, my favorite segment of the night. All right. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, uh, send it to tgary62 at gmail.com, tgary62 at gmail.com, and you too could get on the podcast. Your chance for stardom, ladies and gentlemen. Just send us a little note. All right. Our first one comes from New York. It is Byron. He says, did the British save the blues? <laughs> Uh, as a as an interesting question, if you uh, saw the Scorsese blues uh, series on PBS, uh, it's like Clapton and uh, a handful out of the Rolling Stones, other things like that. And then the the underlying theme is that uh, America had forgotten or didn't like the blues because we're all a bunch of racist SOBs, and then it was the British who saved the blues. Well. That's really not true. I mean, yes, in a way, you didn't have uh, American bands covering uh, blues quite like the British were at that point. I mean, you know, the Stones were playing blues songs in, in the early 60s. You had musicians who later became well-known that were playing blues in that same time period or even way before uh, people like uh, Bloomfield and Butterfield uh, and uh, Lee Oscar, and who else? There's just a ton of these guys. Um, I, I'm having a brain fart right now. There was a lot of, of uh, younger white guys that were going down to the south side of Chicago and, and listening uh, to the blues and, uh, and playing blues, uh, but they wouldn't become known until later in the 60s. Uh, but the reality of the blues is that uh, even with that uh, you know, that British blues uh, revival type thing, uh, it really didn't save the blues because the blues was just kind of mm, teetering on kind of like today. What happened was when you got into the late 60s, uh, soul music had uh, captured the imagination of the community, the African-American community, and they didn't want to hear the blues. And so uh, when you watch old film clips from especially late 60s, early 70s. Uh, there's a couple documentaries about Chicago Blues. It was made in like 71 or 72. And you see the crowd, and, and I can relate to this. They, the crowd was old. It wasn't anybody young there. And, and you know, you're seeing people like Muddy and, and Buddy Guy, uh, Junior Wells, uh, playing in, uh, in, in a club in, you know, the 70s. And... You know, that's, that was the reality is that it's, even though the, the, the British had played blues and, and people got aware of it, 
by the late 70s, things were really bad. And it wasn't really until about 1980 that things started changing again. Uh, and then blues became uh, really popular. And so it's really, you, you really can't say that the British saved the blues because they really didn't do much, to be honest with you. A lot of them played blues, and then they just moved around from it. Uh, you know, I mean, you got to give, you know, people like Eric Clapton, he's, he's always gone back to the blues. Uh, John Mayall, uh, another one, you know, that uh, was part of that. But then uh, there's a lot of those guys that, uh, you know, they drank a cup of a tea of, of blues and then never came back. So, yeah, that's just the way it goes. All right, question number two. This one comes from Heather in Wisconsin. Where is your website? <laughs> uh, our website is on Podbean. I believe it's Bluesman2001. Uh, dot podbeaners i have blue showcase podbean well you know what you do you go to uh google and put i have blue showcase and and the podbean link will give you right to there and it's not really a web page but it's a page that holds all of our shows and then another place you can find that is blogger uh, bluesman2001.blogspot.com that's the uh, google blogger page excuse me and you can go there, and you'll see all of our latest, and occasionally I'll put up a video or something. Uh, but uh, those are those are kind of what uh, we have for a website. We don't have like an a, an, an official uh, website. Uh, I'm not really sure, given this day and age, uh, that how many people would be even interested in a website. I could be wrong, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, uh, we also have the Facebook page, Blues Army of Des Moines. So you know we got we got uh, we got a lot of stuff that you can uh, that you can look at if you're interested. I would definitely say go to the Facebook page for Blues Army Des Moines uh, or the Podbean page, uh, either one of those, and you should be able to to find some information that you like. All right, Denise from Hawaii says uh, the weather is great. Uh, she must be living on the side where the volcano's not going off. <laughs> thanks for the great blue shows. I have downloaded 20. Keep up the good work. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, I have noticed that uh, we're getting some really weird downloads like that where we're getting just today 60 downloads, and yet it wasn't one single episode. It was just all over the place, so it's hard to tell that we're even making any progress. Um it uh yeah it used to be we'd get you know if, if we had a, something like that like 40 or 30 downloads on a sunday it was generally the the new show and now it's just like all over the place of course we have over 100 episodes so i suppose that makes sense uh so uh, thank you thank you thank you to all those people that are downloading i mean downloads count and we're within 80 the last i looked of 10k so we'll either hit it this week, or probably, uh, well, actually, be Monday morning. Yeah, I don't know. If we don't hit it Monday morning, we'll probably definitely hit it sometime during the week. Uh, so uh, if you happen to think you are that 10,000, let us know. No prize, because I can't verify it. I don't know who does it, but, uh, uh, you know, it'd be cool if you were the 10,000th download of the Eye Blue Showcase. All right, John, let's close it up. Letters. We get letters. We 
we get back trans stacks of letters. All right. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and listen to this show from the Wayback Machine. Uh, 28 to 30 years ago. <sighs> yeah, that's it's just bizarreness for me to think about just how long ago that was because that that's longer ago than how old I was when I was on the darn thing. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah I would have been mid 20s, 26, 27. Yeah, right around there. So. Uh, 28 at the most if it was in 90, so, um, yeah, bizarre, isn't it? Um, so, uh, it's weird because to me it doesn't seem that long ago, and yet it was a whole, 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 long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Shop up to Chicago. My good buddies. John Paul and the Hellhounds tonight on the Owl Showcase.
girlfriend went down mm, when I was 21 years old. Well, my second friend went down, I'll be when I was 21 years old. You know, there's one thing I say about Buddy Boy over here now is he's gotta go. Just plays the game. Well, now the rules are right now, baby. Mm -hmm. If everybody just plays the game, you know all my friends are gone now, and things just don't seem the same. Oh, now things just don't seem the same, babe. Thank you. Well, what do you say we just do a little bit of rambling here? Baby, but tomorrow I may be gone. 
Mercy. Thank you very much. Hey, don't forget those people behind the bar, because tip them heavily, because they got all the good stuff. Mm. We have any blues lovers in the audience out here tonight? <laughs> yeah, I think there's enough for this.
right, we're going to do a little Kansas City music for you now. Is that all right? Yeah. Sipping whiskey low, they all trying to make a fool out of me. Why I'm gonna move to Kansas City? Yeah, I'm gonna move to Kansas City. Yeah, I'm gonna move pretty woman, a honey with a girl like you. Then I took a stroll down Maine. I was looking for a little girl. Ooh, that they call Lucille. Oh, I'm gonna move to Kansas City. Oh, I'm gonna move to Kansas City. With a girl like you, yes, Mr. Tom Gary on piano, ladies and gentlemen.
once. You know I'm probably going back again. You know what them Texas women are hollering about? They hollering about them Kansas City men. Why I wanna move to Kansas City? Yeah, I wanna move to Kansas City. Thank you, little Kansas City for you. Tell you about somebody I met last night. Nothing like that little girl that I met last night. Oh, she was dynamite. Uh -huh. She was dynamite. She really knows the things to do. Knows what it's all about. Man, don't play me cheap. Cause I've been around. Couldn't understand what that little girl was putting down. Oh, Lord have mercy. She was dynamite. Uh -huh. She was dynamite, surely knows the things to do, knows what it's all about. Let me tell you what's about now. So riding hot, you know the hat and size And that made me so glad the little girl, she's mine oh. She was dynamite now, baby, uh -huh. I'm telling you, that girl was dynamite She really knows the things to do, knows what it's all, all about Tell me what it's all about, baby.
Shake it and break it, baby, Lordy, hanging on the wall. But I'll be there to catch you just before it falls. Ooh, Ooh she was dynamite, uh-huh. Got me all sweaty, she was dynamite. Surely knows a thing to do, knows what it's all about. Let me know what it's about now, Tommy, yeah. Dynamite, I ain't lying now. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not lying now. I was telling the truth about that. All right. Now we're going to do a little something. Bartenders, watch out because champagne for everyone. Bubbly for everybody now.
champagne It's a real, real mellow wine Lord, it makes me want to drink it, baby I drink it all of the time You know that pink champagne That done stole my gal from me Champagne that done stole my gal from me. You know that pink champagne done left me in misery. How about a little bubbly over there on the Say bubbly for the house. Come on. Come on. All right, we're going to slow things down a little bit. So if you got somebody that you really like, mm, this is the time. This is the time to grab a hold of that fine young thing and, or fine him thing and bring them on up here.
know you second time, my baby Something I can plainly see Deep in the bottom of my heart Lord knows I know you is hurting me Why don't you show it? Oh, baby, show is you was born to die. Yes, you know I love you, baby. And I ain't talking no, no, honey, I ain't talking no line of jive. Fred about a bit, darling. Lord, I'd sleep in a lion's den. Then have you tell me, baby, Lord, you're gonna, you're gonna backslide all over me again. Why don't you show it? Oh, baby, show Baby, Lord, it makes me want to hold your hand. 
And I wanna be your rattler, baby, Lord, I just wanna be your man. Lord, I'm gonna why just then don't you show it? Thank you very much. All right, we're going to do an old Muddy tune. Is that what you said? Muddy Waters? Yeah, it's a hell of an idea. I think we'll do it. Willie wrote it, but Muddy did it, okay?
You need honey, Lord, look for me. You need love, sugar, ooh, don't go no further just to come on home with me. I got to love somebody. I got to love somebody. I got to love somebody, Lord, and somebody gonna love me. You need peaches, honey, low, shake my tree. You need love, baby, ooh, just dial my number and come on home to me. I got to love somebody. I got to love somebody. I got to love somebody, Lauren. Somebody gonna love me. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right, is everybody having a good time out there so far? We got Junior coming up. Hell, right directly. But first, a word from our sponsors. We'd like to thank the Grand Emporium for having us open up for Junior. It's such a pleasure to open up for somebody I've listened to for such an awful long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Been a hard devil journey. I don't have to cry no more. I want you to keep your light burning, girl. So this man can notice go one more mile.
You know they tell me as a school kid, they said I was gonna have to make this woman I was loving. Woo, she said she's gonna move in across the state one more mile. to cry no Put on that down morning gown Well, I don't feel like sleeping, honey But I sure feel like lying down Now when I walk Walk with me When I talk Talk with me, oh, mama I can't do it by myself I want you to love me, baby Lordy, I just might have to find me somebody else 
I can do it by myself. Hell, my mama, I can do it by myself. I want you to help me, baby. Lordy, I just might have to help myself. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, before we get out of here and have Junior come up here, we just got one more thing to say. The Blues had a baby, and they named that little girl Tina Ninadu.
your toe The belly down with the loose Y'all got to flow Larry Maud is watching you Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for coming out here a little bit early to see the hellhounds and myself. Right now, I'd like to introduce each and every one of these hellhounds to you. Right over here, the guitar slinger of the group on the six strings, the boy cannot stand still. Tony Anderson, give it up for him tonight. Right, over here on the 88th, in command of all 10 of his fingers, all every digit on his hand. Please give a warm welcome and a howdy do. Tom Gary on the piano, yes, yes, yes. Come on, get down for me big time. The man with the big guitar. It's kind of small on him. Man, his shoes are so hard to feel. For the big guitar, Mr. Joe Whitfield, my right hand man. Thank you.
want to thank you. My name is John Paul, and these are my hellhounds. Woo! We're going to get down and let Junior Wells come up here. Show is a pleasure playing in front of one of my idols. I can't wait to see him. And here he comes, and here we go. Ooh, I want you to be my Tina, Nina, Nina. I want you to be my Tina, Nina, Nina. Tell me the truth. Ain't you my Tina, Nina, Nina? Yeah, we'll see you next time. Junior Wells is up next. Be kind to your bartenders and waitresses, and we'll see y'all around. Hey, hey, there we go, Johnny. That was that was a that was a fun show. Um, I mean, I can remember playing it, um, and uh, and uh, yeah, it just uh, that was a blast. Um, it, it was. I know it was the first time I met Junior Wells because I I remember before the show. Or no, 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 it wasn't before the show. It was after we got done. And this is the secret I learned. John Paul could get anywhere because he was always a, you know, kind of like a celebrity in town, you know, even when we were first starting. And if it was a, a, a big jam session that there was no way I would ever get up or if I got up, it would be like at the very end of the night. All I had to be was with John Paul and instantly get up with him and he'd always get up, at, you know, pretty darn early. Uh, so... You know, I, I wrote his coattails, that's for sure. And then <laughs> uh, when we were playing, uh, he, uh, he said, come on, Tommy, let's, let's, go, uh, let's go see Junior. And I'm thinking, there's no way they're going to let us see Junior Wells. But uh, we just walked right to the back to, to the green room, and, and nobody stopped us. And I just stayed close to Johnny, and they just let us right through. And there's Junior in all the glory. Uh, and he was... <laughs> He was he was drinking this 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 big old bottle uh, of it. You know, if you didn't know, you would think it was a bottle of water, but it wasn't. It was it was I don't know if it was vodka or gin or what it was, but it was a clear alcoholic liquid, and he was drinking it like water, <laughs> and he was already uh, uh, pretty far gone when uh, uh, we got there. But to, damn, he could play uh, even when he was that drunk. He was amazing. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, he was hilarious and, uh, a super nice guy. And, uh, I remember, uh, you know, he was telling us how good we were and complimenting the harmonica playing and the piano playing. And I was like, wow, man, I can't believe he just said I was a good piano player. Cause you know, I really wasn't back then. Uh, but, uh, it was cool and he was super nice and, uh, uh, he also, I remember he was, he, he had a, a wireless mic and uh, he was positive that people were recording the show. And 
I don't know if they recorded him or not, but he was he was positive that people were recording all his shows and then you know releasing his stuff and making money off him. Uh, and to my knowledge, that that wasn't going on. I know that we got recorded that night, uh, but uh, you know we I'm pretty sure we'd asked for that because uh, that's why we got the, the tapes and stuff. But um, I I don't think they they would have done that uh, unless you wanted it to because. Roger always seemed like a really a really good guy, but uh, yeah, he was he was concerned that uh, people were out to get him. But uh, he uh, he still he, he put on a great show, um, and it was it was just amazing. Um, like I said, it's th- the beauty of the blues, or at least the beauty of the beauty of the blues uh, in the '80s and '90s was that if you're an older player. Um, it's like people paid their respects to you and people treat you a lot better than they do in, in the rock world because, you know, when you get to a certain age, uh, you get put out to pasture in, in most forms of music. But in the blues, you know, at least in the past, uh, we treated the older guys with respect and, and you know, just to play with them is an honor, you know. And, and maybe that was a Kansas City thing, you know, but I certainly... You know, that's, that's been my philosophy uh, when I got here. It's like playing with Jimmy Pryor and the, doing the Hall of Fame and, and all those other things. I mean, that was kind of instilled in me back then with John Paul and we were visiting with these cats, that, you know, these old blues cats that like Little Hatch and stuff. And, and the fact that they never had a problem finding a band to play with them, you know. And uh, I always felt that was kind of kind of harsh that when we... Uh, when I was, you know, playing in the in the '90s, that uh, you know, people like Jimmy Pryor could never get a band and and uh, couldn't even get a gig, and uh, didn't feel that was right. So, you know, when I decided to come out of retirement in '99, that was the first job I did. And I've said this before; it's probably the biggest regret I have is that when I first met Jimmy Pryor in 1991, I should have just put him in front of the band and and been done with it because that would have made so much more sense than just struggling on my own and and you know trying to be some sort of rock star blues star whatever nonsense i was thinking at the time because uh, jimmy was the star and uh, that's my big regret <laughs> <laughs> all right well i hope that you've had a wonderful week i uh, hope things are good for you if not you should listen to some blues the blues will help you get through tough times make you feel better lord knows we need them these days all that chaos going out into the world. Now don't let all this stuff get you. Play some blues and you'll feel better right now. But that's what the blues is about. It's not to make you blue. Oh, Lord, Lord, no. It's not to make you blues. Chase away the blues. That's what the blues is all about. We need the blues more than ever, ladies and gentlemen. The blues will help you get through. That's right. Now I hope you have a wonderful week. And we'll see you next week on the Iowa Blue Showcase.